Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. That's Joe Smith. Um, Manchester United 1, Fulham 2. I mean, where do you start with that? Absolutely um, pathetic, to be honest with you. Every time you think we're, we're getting somewhere, we're turning a bit of a corner, we're moving forward, we get a bit of a run together. This club, these players, this team... They just let you down, don't they? It was, it was almost like there was too much good fortune, goodwill around the club this this week. We saw the the, the interviews from Jim Ratcliffe, which I think pretty much everyone I saw w- w- was quite impressed by. Even non-United fans seeming a little bit worried about the fact that you know how United are operating off the pitch at the moment, which is something that, in my living memory, other than you know I first started watching United when I was four in 1998. Um, since 2005 we've not had any sort of compliments about how we've dealt with things off the pitch and we've just started to have a few and you thought actually things are quite good here we can maybe start moving in the right direction maybe get the ball rolling maybe get a bit of momentum going and it's like the players almost went <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves we're still absolutely bang average and it was a bizarre first 10 minutes even we, we noticed it where we, we were chatting and you know me and you were doing the watch along and, and you know, talking about other things and as you do when you're watching a game. And I sort of looked at, I noticed 13 minutes had gone and realised United had done nothing in that time. And from that point, it didn't get better. Like at the minute, it seems like United are, you know, as good as we are in the first half, we're worse in the second half. So when 13 minutes in, I realised we'd been shit in the first half, the signs were on the wall that, the writing's on the wall, sorry, that it was only going to get worse and get worse it did. It was just, you know, we looked completely toothless and sort of clueless from, from set pieces, both as and the oppositions. I th- Fulham in the first half, I pointed it out, and we pointed it out, it was obvious, it's not me being particularly astute, that they were winning every, everything. Every time they put the ball in the box, they were winning the header. They scored their first goal from a corner. It was obvious that United were looking um, like we couldn't string a pass or two together and that players were looking lazy and like they couldn't be bothered. Casemiro went off and he was someone who was looking lazy and like he couldn't be bothered. Um, just poor all round. Like they throw their toys out the pram because Rasmus Hoyland got injured. I can't even explain it. It was just absolutely shocking. There's just no pride with some of these players. I think like for me, if Hoyland gets injured and I'm saying Marcus Rashford, for example, and I've got to play down the middle, I know it's not his best position, but I'd at least think, right, okay, I'm going to take up that responsibility. I'm going to be the one who's going to 
you know, show that I can do a job for Manchester United. I'm going to try and get us into Champions League football next season because just from a personal point of view, I want to play Champions League football next season. I want to play for England in the Euros. I want my team to win football matches. Marcus didn't turn up at all. It was a complete non-performance from him. You look at Garnacho, I thought he did okay. Forson is a kid. I'll give him, making his debut, sort of give him a pass because it's not his fault that, you know, we, we lost. I don't even blame him, to be honest with you. Let's not forget, I think, was it two of the goals came when he'd already left the, the, the pitch? I think I, I might be wrong there, but I think Fulham scored both their goals and he'd already gone. It wasn't his fault. But Mainu didn't have his best game, but again, as an 18 year old, you're not just blaming him. Bruno, another player that should be stepping up. He's not scored for ages, he's not been at, at the races, wasn't great. Delo had his worst 45 minutes in that second half. I've seen him have arguably in a United shirt. I just thought he was, apart from one pass, he was woeful defensively and offensively. Maguire got his goal, but I don't think he had a particularly good game. And Lindelof, we know his faults, and they came to the floor. Varane did okay for spells, but nothing great, to be honest with you. Um, and who else is that? Eriksen, when he came on, was all right, but maybe not quite as, as good as we've seen him. And McTominay was a little bit wasteful. I think McTominay showed you a little bit of a reminder why, whilst he does get your goals, and I'm not saying you, there's, you don't, there's no merit in bringing him on as a substitution. I get it. As a substitute, sorry, I get it. Yeah. I think when he's involved in the build-up play, he leaves something to be desired. He just kept giving it away, and it was simple passes. I think the only one who came on and really sort of did anything was Ahmad Diallo. I thought he, he looked lively. He, he showed a little bit of intelligence as well when he was on the ball and just some of the runs he was making. But I thought he was badly let down as well by some of his teammates. The Lord in particular didn't give him much support, yep. and it was really, really frustrating. I'm going to get into some of the comments, and we can get into some of your stats. Yep. Paul Gill, who's been a member of the academy for 15 months, says, shocking game. Can't believe I wasted my time to watch that. Players don't care about the club, clearly, especially Rashford. Listen, I love Marcus Rashford, but that performance today was poor. Eric Tanag has to go, says Trond, who's been a member of the, of the first team for 37 months. We can't defend this shit. Week after week, there is nothing, absolutely nothing positive with this team. Don't blame the injuries. Um, sorry, someone else as well whose um, comment I can't quite bring up. Bear with me a sec. There's, I think there's another sort of chat here. It says, JJS says, they all just let Traore run past them and not a single player bothered to close him down or Iwobi. Criminal performance by all of them. Um I mean, I can't, you know, disagree with any of that. Um, Mark Costa Rica Real Estate Services says a spanking from City next. Don't forget, we've got a defeat from Forest before we get to a spanking from City to look forward to. Uh, Knight says playing Rashford as a centre forward or a striker is a joke. He's barely got a touch of the ball. Uh, Voice of the Voiceless says Rashford has checked out ages ago this season. That's a player looking for a move away now. He's done. Kenny says. Nobby died penniless. I think he's talking about Nobby Styles. Rashford is on 300k uh, k a week. Clubs gone. Abinav Verma says, "Think the fact that we took it took a goal to go. Oh, sorry, that we took to go a goal down to start playing just emphasises that it's not just the structure, but a lot of it is the attitude." Um, I can't disagree with that. To be honest with you, mm. I think there is a little bit of heads dropping too much and too quickly. Tommy McCartney says, "Bar like five players, I genuinely just want every player replaced." I mean, it's slightly over the top, but it is hard to feel any other way after after performances like that. I think just on Rashford, and we defend him all the time, and I, you know I'm a big fan of his generally, but this season has been shocking, hasn't it? Let's be honest. And and today, you know, um, Kobe Mainu came on and played ten minutes, and he made as many passes as, as Marcus Rashford. I know, you know, you're playing as a number nine, you don't always get the sort of 
you're not going to be involved in the game as much. We see, you know, Erling Haaland have ten touches a game sometimes and get two goals, but he had two shots, one on target. Um, like I said, thirteen passes in the whole game. Um, in, in terms of attacking third passes, five. Just a non-game from Marcus Rashford, and he might be annoyed because he's playing in different positions, but. He just looks annoyed every week to me. And I've been saying this for a few weeks, and even when we've been winning, you watch him play, and he looks pissed off. He looks like he doesn't want to be there. Um, and I just think that there's been an acceptance over the last decade of players waiting and just sort of begging for the end of the season. I want this to be over now. I want this game to be over. I want this season to be over. Casemiro looked like it to me today. I keep mentioning it, but there's a... He's got three men closing him from behind. He's got Harry Maguire in front of him, or even the goalkeeper, or even kicking out for a throw-in. And what he does is he backheels it into the group of men that are closing him down. And that's the the action of someone who can't be arsed doing the right thing. Doesn't want to have to sprint or, or, or make a pass. or He just wants to try something a bit fun. If it comes off, I'll look great. And if not, who cares? We're shit anyway. And that attitude seems to be sort of permeating throughout the whole squad. And if it wasn't for the... Sort of tenacity of, of Garnacho and the finishing and positioning of, of Rasmus Hoyland, we probably wouldn't have seen um, many more wins in the last five games than we have. Oh, sorry, you know, we probably wouldn't have seen the, the wins in the last five games that we have. Uh, United's performances have sort of been fine on the whole, half decent in some places, but generally it's been shit all season, hasn't it? And today was teams have, have, have drops in performance and they do. But the problem is, today wasn't even a massive drop in performance. That's the problem. You know, you look at the Wolves game, and for the, bar the first 10 minutes, Wolves were the better team. You look at the, the Villa game, I thought United were a little bit better. The Luton game, they, they were the better team for most of that game. And United ended up with some good chances toward the end. But for 50, 60 minutes of that game, Luton were better than us. I said it at half-time. Why does the opposition always have as many or more shots than we do? Why do they have more possession or as much possession as we do? And it's because we dropped to their level and we let them dictate play. In the end, United had a few more shots than them, but it was another 17 shots conceded today uh, off the back of 62 conceded in the last three games before that. We're averaging 20 shots conceded per game over the last four games. And eventually that catches up with you. It's just not good enough, is it? No, it isn't good enough. And like you're saying, you know, you can rely on these moments. You can rely on teams like not taking their chances. You can rely on all sorts of things. And you've gone through some pretty shocking stats there. I think it was, um, you know, sort of backing up what you were saying there about just how United just constantly giving it away and giving teams opportunities. Alan Crafton was, um, I saw a, 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 a tweet here, 17 shots against United uh, today, 22 Fulham, 23 Villa, 22 West Ham, 16 Wolves, 17 Newport, 16 Tottenham. Like, that is shocking, that. Yeah. To have that many shots against you for a Manchester United team, I I've never seen anything like that consistently. No. You've had it one-offs, like games here and there where we'll support... Basically, over the last the six games, six games, yeah. you've had sorry, seven games, seven games. You've had every team we faced having at least sixteen shots against you, including Newport, who were bottom half of who was shit. League Two. Fuck me. Yeah, and who were, you know we were two goals up. Was it two nil up? And we got let back in the game. You can't have a team keep consistently doing that. You can't keep doing that. No. Um, so it just it, it's a recipe for disaster. And like we've got out of jail a little bit with with certain games where they've wasted chances or Hoyland's turned up with a goal we've got a goal at the right time or we've got a late goal through McTominay or whatever but you can't rely on it there doesn't seem to be 
any plan, doesn't seem to be any sort of method in, in the way of getting out of this. It almost feels like, again, what we're in the 24th of February, it feels like the Ralph Ragnick season where we're going, the season's done, let's just focus on next season. And th that's, the, that's sad, that. It's sad to feel like that because we're still in the FA Cup and you still want to play Champions League football next season and you still can get Champions League football next season. But I genuinely look at those players today and think they've all given up. They have. And the only players we've got who look like they give a shit are the youngsters. Yeah. If you look at the players who look like they're up for it, who look like they can be bothered, it tends to be the players that are sort of under the age of 22. They're the ones that, by and large, are the ones giving you the performances where you go, it might not be happening for them, but at least they're trying. Like today, the only two that really looked up for it was Garnacho and maybe Diallo when he came on. Mainu didn't have his greatest game, but I wouldn't particularly point, point the finger at him. And Forson, like I say, is a kid. Against Wolves, it was Mainu who got us out of jail. We've seen it a few times this season where um, it's been Garnacho scoring the goals. Hoyland again, you know, he's been in a bit of a purple patch and that's helped drag us through certain games as well. But you look at your more experienced players, Bruno's in a bit of a rut. This has yeah. been going on now for far too long with him. Maguire, I know he got his goal, but I don't think he played particularly well, I'll be honest with you. I'd still like, this is your opportunity with Martinez out to step up and go, look, I can be the leader, I can sort this defence out, I can do these things. And I know we might be being harsh on him considering he got a goal, but I don't think it was an overall good game. Delo's been getting uh, a lot of plaudits, and deservedly so, but he was shocking today. And Victor Lindelof's been at the club for ages. Admittedly, he's not a left-back, but he didn't exactly cover himself in glory anyway. And Casemiro, how many times are we going to have this discussion about Casemiro? Like... This is, we're talking about one of the best defensive midfielders we've seen over the last 10 years, supposedly. And it feels to me, genuinely, and I don't want to be sort of overly reactive, but I genuinely think there's been as many bad games for Casemiro for United as good ones. Honestly, I do. I think if you look at the entirety of his United career, there's been some really good games. You look at the Carabao Cup final, one of the other games, you go, oh, Casemiro was mint. I think there's one at Goodison where he was outstanding. But then there's a lot of games where he's just not at it. He's just not, not, not at the races. Whether it's injury, whether it's form, whatever you like to look at it. Just think for a player of that quality, who's obviously got such a top high level, his ceiling is, is, is world class. Yeah. He is world class, right? You don't win five Champions League by being shit. His ceiling is up here, but his bottom level, it's like Kobe Mayne, who's bottom level, he's probably like six out of ten. When he's not at it, he'll give you an okay performance. When Casemiro's not at it, he'll drop you like three or four out of ten. And he does it for me too often. I don't want to be too harsh on Casemiro, I do like him, but I just think there's a player that for me, you can look at and go, he's got so much more. He's so much better than what we're seeing. He's got that experience. He's been in the big games. This isn't too, it's not too much for him to play against Fulham. But I thought he was poor as well today. And you just think yeah. there's, there's just too many players. Um, I'll get in some comments and then you guys, uh, sorry, I'll come back to you. Tommy McCartney says, Onana, Martinez, Maynard, Ganacho, and Hoyland, over the few windows, I'd be willing to sell anyone outside of that. Yeah. Paul Gill says, Rashford's dropped his own stock so much with this diving performance this season, it'll be hard to see us getting any real amount of money for him. No. We'll st listen. I disagree with that, but I get your point about it. Him dropping off, he has absolutely, but you still get loads of money from yeah, the you will. Um, Mayor Amateur says, Important to note, we conceded after Casemiro was subbed, fair enough, but I don't think he was playing well before that. To be fair, we have highlighted how the basketball game we play is unsustainable. We won't, we won't reliable perform, is we play the way we play. Too, too unreliable, I don't know. Um, I don't know, sorry, I'm, I, I get your point. Um, People night saying how do people blame Rashford for this performance? This was on the midfield and defence. He's got to do better though for me. It's not. It's not like he's got who to. made us lose. It's who stopped us winning. 
It's not just like, oh, we, we conceded three goals, therefore the strikers must have been great. Like, yes, the defence was shit, but it's not one or the other. It can be both. You know, midfield was shocking, completely porous, didn't look like it existed. Like you said, Casemiro looks like he's phoning it in at the minute. Varane's looks slow and knackered. Lind uh, Dallow had a, a, a day to forget. Lindelof's not a left-back. Maguire looked like what he is, which is a, a slightly slow, slightly lumbering player who's not very good at picking the speed up of games. He's okay when you know he has to do a lot of defending in his own box or when he can keep the ball high up the pitch. Bringing the ball out and doing that he's not very good at. You look on the left-hand side, Garnacho I thought was our most exciting player, but he looked young and he gave the ball away a lot. You look on the, on the right-hand side, Forson is, is starting his first ever game for Man United, so I'm not even going to comment on whether he was good or not because it's not fair on him. And Marcus Rashford played up front, looked like he couldn't be arsed being there, looked shit. Like Bruno Fernandes, I didn't even mention him because he barely existed. He was shit. That doesn't mean that just because the defence were bad, therefore it's not on Rashford. Rashford was crap. Bruno was <laughs> crap. Like, it doesn't, then it's not one or the other. This is the problem when so many players look bad. And if I'm being positive, and I always like to try and look for a positive angle, I would say you can't win every game. Like, it's not, you're not just going to go from being a team that loses as many as they win, which we've done all season, which up until about six weeks ago, we'd lost literally exactly as many as we'd won. You don't go from that to just winning 10 games in a row. We've won six of the last seven, we were undefeated in seven, and we've lost. That does happen. It's the nature of the performance where players, it's not like we're getting this performance going, we're getting a bit of momentum and all of a sudden we didn't quite make it. Fulham, for 75 minutes of the game, were the better team and they deserved to win. And they, and they scored and they had a lot of shots and up until like, a, I think the, the 70th minute was the first time we had a shot on target in the second half. That's the worry. Not that, you know, oh, we don't win every week. It's that the performance looked like they couldn't be bothered. That's yeah. what bothers me. No, I agree. And I hate using this thing about, um, you know, effort and things like that and desire because it sounds such a basic argument, but sometimes it's right. Jake, Mark, Jones, sorry if I uh, thought, you missed, you thought I missed your super chats. It's unpopular opinion. Varane is a French smalling. Um, Trond, who's been a member for 43 months, a member of the first team. Thank you for your support. Says you can have amazing players, but when the structure is so awful, it exposes the weaknesses or the player weaknesses instead of covering it. This is what you, you get. But the problem is, that's welcome as well, Jake Mark Johnson. Sorry, Academy. that's Go based on. on the assumption that every player is following the proposed structure to a T, and they're being exploited based on that structure. I don't think that that's the case. That didn't, to me, look like there was any structure. And even let's say, let's say there was no structure whatsoever. That he just says, "Go out there and play." you still play better than that. You still can find a pass. You still try and make runs in behind and, and be aggressive and push up when you've got the ball and you know make a bit of movement. You saw like uh, Gary Neville on Stick to Football talking with Roy Keane and he was saying about you know there wasn't always loads of tactics because that was what it was like in those days. There wasn't a load of tactics. It was you know stuff that you organise within, within the team. You go forward, I stay back. You overlap, I'll stay back. Like just basic stuff. But United didn't look like we were lacking structure. United looked brilliant yeah. because they're good players who were trying hard. So even if the structure is shit, unless what you're saying is this is exactly how Ten Hag wants them to play and it looks terrible, which if this is what he wants, fair enough, get rid of him. But I can't believe that this is what he's telling them to do in the week. I don't believe it. So I don't think they're, they're adapting and they're, and, they're doing the, and they're working to the structure that Ten Hag wants for them. Because if they are, then he would never have got the job at Ajax, let alone succeeded 
with unmitigating success at Ajax, let alone got the Man United job. If this is how good Ten Hag's tactics are, if this, what we saw today is what he wants from them, he's one of the shittest managers I've ever seen. And I don't think that can possibly be the case. No, I, I agree. Uh, Sorish Vale says, we can't keep the ball FFS. This is one of the worst performances of the season. What even is our style of play? Major squad um, that revamp required. Um, Leota Casale Hayford says Eric Tenag's months. You're, you've you, Eric Ten months. Sorry, you've overstayed your welcome. Um, Gavin Bag says, are they overtraining? Uh, don't forget, you might be angry with the performances and solely. Uh, hit that subscribe. There's a link in the chat to subscribe to the channel. So hopefully, um, we'll uh, we'll. Have better days ahead. Well, we'll anyway. still be here when United keep winning. Yeah. When United start winning again, we'll be here. So hit subscribe because when we are, you'll want to be here with us. Uh, I'm going to leave it there. Joe, where can people find you? <sighs> Probably just wallowing in pain somewhere. Uh, uh, res sorry, I've just missed a, a super chat. Uh, resonating silence says both Bruno and Lindelof picked up injuries. Great. Yeah. So Good. there you go. Well, that's that'll what you want. that'll add to it. Um, thank you, Joe. It has been a disappointing evening, but there's no better way to cheer yourself up than. Uh, listening to Andy Tate and Stephen Allison. We'll have both of them on the channel a little bit later. So make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. That's been Joe Smith. I've been Jay Martin. This has been a live review. Manchester United losing at home to Fulham. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.